How you doing, folks? This is Luke, the Strip Club DJ, with another great episode of your favorite podcast, One to Review. A little podcast where me and my friends rate and review movies in the simplest way possible. One point if we didn't like the movie. Two points if we did. I'm here with my buddies Alex and Brandon. Say something, guys. Hey, I'm Alex. Welcome. Hi, my name is Brandon. Uh, we rate and review movies till we get to 20 points, and then we call it a day. This is episode 45, and we're trying again, Wyoming. Kick the intro. One. Folks, the first film that we're going to be reviewing today is a film called Commitment. This is a 2018 film directed by Dallas Phillips. It is the surprisingly engaging film about a spider that scales up the side of a house only to be washed down over and over again by the rain. Runtime is roughly 72 hours. This film is playing on a loop twice a week at Mocha oh, LA, God. and uh, we all got a chance to well, check it out. portions of the film. We you all, guys, what do you have? We took shifts on of the this film, one. Each of us, yes. Yeah, no way did we spend 72 hours watching this film. But we each spent uh, many, many, many hours watching this film. Uh, what did you guys think about Commitment? In a sense, inspirational. Absolutely. Yeah. Never give up. Never, ever, ever give up. Keep trying. And- Keep going for your goals no matter how many times you get set back, knocked down. Never back down. That's really the message of this and um and and you can see it's just it's just a slow grind all the way to the top for this tiny arachnid how, how many and here it is this is so obvious only in the moment to me now how many parking tickets how many bad looks how many like meters did we have to feed? like how much did energy did the three of us put in <laughs> to watch this 72 hour film in, in Los Angeles, like trying to get there and all of that was so exhausting to, to get to my shift on time to relieve Luke. Uh, so he could go get I had food. To fly like, down there. We committed hard to seeing this film and I'm only getting now that that's what this film was about. Like the commitment to finish watching this movie is that's, extreme. Uh, that's, you know, the viewer being, becoming the arachnid and experiencing the uh, experience of climbing their own mountain, their own ho- side of the house, which is watching the 72 hour film, which admittedly we could not do. So hopefully we could, you know, yeah. conquer this mountain next time they are at. Well, here's the thing. You mean individually? Oh, sorry. I, I'm well, individually as a team, I mean, we gave it our best shot. Um, what really broke my spirit was when I got the rare city of LA parking violation where i mean i'd already been towed already been impounded and i got a letter in the mail saying they were they had smashed out one of my windows and they were going to keep smashing out windows every day until i paid the fine which it got to be thirty six hundred dollars and i don't even i don't even know if uh, toyota matrix is really worth that at this point so but you committed man well i mean it was just soul crushing you know i, I kind of like that car Let's, let's speak for a moment about the film. I do think it is very artful. I think it does belong in a museum, not a normal movie theater. Some of the shots, you know, while they lasted for 30 or 40 minutes, you know, they felt like it was telling a whole century's worth of stories of, of struggle and overcoming obstacles that you can't control, such as the rain. And that's, yeah, that's Dallas Phillips. Like, all of his films 
he hasn't done a film that is shorter than 24 hours. Uh, I've never seen one all the way to completion. And then also Terry Beard is the, the cinematographer on here. And some of those shots uh, were set up by him and they are, yeah, incredible. Well, Beard's, for, is, for, for Beard's a, a stickler. A, for sure. For a shot of a spider going up, you know, a shingle, he he spends his time to find the right angle to hit it from. And I, I would argue that he does. There's no way some of those shots could have been better. Well, I mean, he's... If you talk to him, he believes in two-camera filmmaking, so you're never going to get more than two angles at a time. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of a lot of times this seems tedious, but then some stuff does happen. Like every now and then, you'll see somebody walking by the spider. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw a bird engaging with mm-hmm. the spider. Cool. Yeah, I didn't get it hardly like, anything. It looked like actually for a moment the bird was actually actually had noticed the mm. spider. Wow, fascinating. Man, I bet that yeah, was uh, here's another surprising fact I only learned after I got out of the theater. There's actually no music being played. It's just the sounds of nature. But uh, I never felt like there wasn't a score. There is constantly a score of, you know, outdoor sound effects, whether it be the rain. Sometimes it's it almost feels like the sun when it comes out is almost audible itself. Yep, that's Dallas Phillips, man. Yeah, no good. doubt. And you guys ready to rate this thing? Oh, sorry. Uh, sure, yeah, I'm ready to rate it. Yeah. Uh, cool, all right. Go ahead. Uh, for me, this movie was a practice in patience, in perseverance, and tedium. It gets a point from me just the sheer undertaking of trying to watch it. Uh, one point. Yeah, it's a beast of a film. For such a small spider, it is a huge film. Two points. Well, I want to give the film two points. However, I feel like I would be lying because I didn't, you know, in hindsight, I didn't actually beat this film. I didn't win at this. We had to take shifts. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I need to give this movie one point for now only because two points wouldn't have justification because I didn't really experience it. The stuff Luke told me about, I had no idea that happened. So I need to I need to do this one on my own. That's fair. All right, that is five points for 2018 Dallas Phillips-directed Commitment. Check it out now at uh, Mocha LA. Each week on One to Review, we add up our points till we get to 20, and then we call it a day. This week's no different. We're adding up our points, but we have a different way of keeping score. All right, folks, we have no listeners in Wyoming, so we're going to try again. We have 20 points to give you this week, and we're going to use each point to create a word in a one-word story about the beauty of Wyoming. This is a story about a cowboy in the beautiful state of Wyoming. Guys, so we're each going to give one or two words into our story, depending on how many points we gave the film. Brandon gave it one. Luke and I both gave it two points. So what do we got? What are our words for this story, guys? Okay, well, I think the appropriate first word of any good story is probably once. Upon a time in Wyoming. Well, that's a lot of words. <laughs> I mean, it's no, it's it kind of just counts as one word. Okay. A cowboy. You can't be talking and typing at the same time because it's just gonna be so audible. Oh, gotcha. A cowboy. All right, there we go. That is a five-word story so far. Once upon a time, in Wyoming, a cowboy. Great. We're off to a, a rolling with- start. Rolling Hills. I will just say Wyoming 
I'm a little disappointed. But we still love you. Well, no, I mean, Brennan, here's the thing. We didn't try hard enough. We didn't. I think that's it. Uh, we... Can I say we were maybe just a little disingenuine? Maybe we were trying for the wrong reasons. Right. right. Now, at this point, it's just sheer desperation. It's like, what am I doing wrong in this relationship? Well, for me, it started off kind of like a joke. But then doing that episode, I learned a lot of cool things about Wyoming. You know, equal opportunity, giving women the right to vote first. These are cool things. And now I actually do want at least one listener in Wyoming. Well, we're going to get it right. This time around, we're going to get it right. You know what else we're going to get right? Sponsorship deals. Mouth check. A simple at-home test for your mouth. Order today. All right, boys. A 2018 film coming your way right here called Dimples. It's about an evil demon that makes children laugh to death. Uh, Now, another from the horror genre. Um with a little comedy mixed in. Did you guys have any first impressions about dimples? Ah, yeah. Like, ah, I really, I really want to like this film. Yeah. I really want to like this film. Uh, I had trouble with it. I really wanted to like it. It was directed by... It's definitely flawed. Yeah, directed by Barbara White, starring uh, Elizabeth Collard, uh, Jonathan Boy, Boyndy, uh, Wilbur uh, Gelb. Uh, those are the leads in this. Yeah. Hmm. Well, let's... Okay, so it is a horror movie, but it's also a comedy. It's one of those movies where it kind of straddles the line. I, I don't think it does that s- well already. I think it leans no, too exactly. much into horror when the concept is so absurd. It probably should have been a comedy. So, yeah, he makes kids laugh to death. Now, how does he do that? Well, he does something to their parents. Does anybody want to say what he, what, what he does? I... Spoiler alert. He, Should we spoil spoiler alert? Sure. Spoiler alert. Yes. Spoiler. This demon makes the parents shit their pants, and that makes the kids laugh so much that the kids die. Like, that's it's not real enough to be a horror film. It's a comedy. But they treat it too seriously, but not with enough tongue-in-cheek. I don't know. Not, that's kind of how I guess I not with enough that children will laugh. Not with enough sound effects, I think that's really what it's lacking. I think maybe the sound yeah, department took uh, a seat that, because normally they they punch this kind of stuff up with you know big farts and big diarrhea sound effects and and goofy goofy sounds, but this one was so quiet. Yeah, yeah that's really it. Wow. Yeah, you have never seen a person mm. fart or poop their pants in film or TV and there not be a wacky sound effect. And so the fact that these people just went and you could just kind of tell by their acting and like, you know, the way they they moved around or whatever, you could see that they did it. But yeah, the sound effects, that's what made it so serious was the lack of sound effects. Actually, we do have a clip. Yeah. Here we go. Here's a- Of course we do, yeah. Let's play that. Here's a clip from Dimples. Jonathan, Jonathan. Jonathan, you need to go to. <laughs> yeah, so like even even that clip, I'd say is like, yeah, it takes itself. That's too like the seriously. whole movie. It takes itself way too seriously. It shouldn't. 
Yeah, and then, um, you know, most of these horror genre movies build tension. They take place at night. This one took an unusual amount of time during the morning, during the mornings, during the daytime, kind of just normal morning routine. Like all that tension that builds up at night, it kind of goes away. And we're just seeing we're just kind of waiting, waiting out the movie itself. Yeah. With normal kid kid stuff. Gets ready to rate this thing? I don't have much more to say about dimples. I'm absolutely ready to rate dimples. <sighs> I'm going to give it one point. I really want to give it two. I can't. I can't. Sorry, dimples. Uh, good job, Barbara White, but not good enough. One point for dimples. Um, For me, this movie's a real loser. And everything about it screams one point. Except for the performance of Wilbur Gelb, Gelb just yeah just elevates this movie to a barely two point rating for me. Watching the way he handles these scenes and truly, I mean, I think I think he's defecating himself in the actual movie. I mean, it's it's just that good. Yeah, he and, plays the father of like six kids. He's like a foster dad, and so he poops his pants five times he's spoiler alert i don't know if i should spoil this but there's one lone survivor in this movie and it's really the winner of of the whole movie it's really the winner of the whole vision of dimples and it's it's wilbur gelb of course so for me he rescues this thing and elevates it up to a barely passable two points whoa nice yeah, I definitely am in agreement with Luke. Gelb is what makes this movie a B movie and not a C movie. Uh, but on our scale, a B movie really for me is still only one point. So one point for me on Dimples. All right, that is four points four for points. Dimples. All right, let's keep writing this great story from Wyoming. What do we have so far, Alex? Once upon a time in Wyoming, a cowboy. So I got one point here. I'm just gonna add the word walked. The okay, the long green plane walk. Once upon a time, in Wyoming, a cowboy walked the long green plane walk alone. Excellent. Yeah, I mean, this is an homage to Wyoming and the small amount of information we have and the small amount of 20 words that we have. But so far, I think it definitely captures the beauty. Well, I mean, that's, that's like two points worth of words for me. Yeah. Okay, I see what you mean now. It's not, not literal about one only word. one no, word. No, just a, a point's worth or a two points worth. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. Well, let's hear it. Once upon a time in Wyoming, a cowboy walked the long green plain walk alone. That sounds good. That sounds solid. That's good. That sounds like a, a movie almost. I'd keep reading. I'd read another sentence. Alright, well, don't give them too much. Give them a sponsor for now. Portable Oregon! This portable Oregon can fit in most back pockets. Visit friends, go camping, or simply get out of where you are. Step inside your own personal and portable Oregon today.
All right, the next film that we saw is Pinal County, Arizona. This is a 2018 film directed by Gene Newfield. A heartwarming tale about a father and son who moved to Arizona to care for a dying mountain lion. It stars Wade Ortiz, Ruben Dolan, Jennifer Gao. Do you guys have any first impressions on Pinal County, Arizona? Panda Express. <laughs> yep, that's fair. Uh, I guess I could have said in the intro here, this film was sponsored by Panda Express, uh, and it definitely makes quite a few appearances. They seem to really... I wish it wasn't my first word. I sure, really sure. wish it wasn't they... like my initial impression. Yeah, they these people seem to really like that lo mein, man. They love that Panda Express lo mein. How, how many times do they eat it in this film? Like six? Like six. It also seemed to solve a lot of problems. <laughs> oh my it god, almost... it does. <laughs> uh, the Panda Express. Okay, so they're clear that the Panda Express does not cure the dying mountain lion, but the vet says it certainly didn't hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Because, yeah, they wow. start feeding it. The the lion, well, the lion is, like, dying. It's super un- uninterested in stuff. And then a, a little bit of that orange chicken falls on the ground. And what what happens? Lion gets a little, it gets, starts to move a little bit. Starts to... He laps it up. <laughs> I love that Panda Express. What a shame, though, because the story is great. Um, you know, it is a tale that we've heard a, a bunch about a father and son who bond over a dying thing this time it is a mountain lion fun fact bobcats and mountain lions are it's true cougars but yeah it's just strange to have this much sponsorship maybe they needed the money but you know well, I think it's more, I think this film, this is kind of, it was It was a little bit more of an independent film that was looking for funding. And so Panda was like, we will pour millions of dollars into this. So Gene Newfield was like, great, let's, you know, let's do it. Like, and I think her vision is still there. And I think she's aware. She's like that. So I think you can almost separate the, eh, I, I can't defend it. No, this is, this is bad. She shouldn't have done this. I was going to try to defend it and say that her film exists under this product placement, but it's so integrated that now there is no real film here. I, I got to wholeheartedly disagree with you guys. I think the product product integration was perfectly seamless. I didn't even really notice the Chinese food. I didn't really notice all the, you know, the father, son wearing Panda Express logos. And, you know, at one point, they there is some construction going on and at one point they even dressed the bobcat in a panda express hat i thought it was just a heartwarming moment honestly uh that's really what the the focus of the movie was for me and if this is the means by way getting the story out there with just a little help from from a great restaurant a great family restaurant uh, I'd have no problem with that and and you know what I really didn't catch on a lot I didn't really I didn't really catch that now that being said that More being said I you. don't know if you guys ever tried um, a lot of things Panda Express do uh, they don't just have their wonderful drive through line and their wonderful buffet in store and really clean lobby they also do a lot of great catering so that's something to consider when you're thinking about this movie you know what i mean 
they are a healthy alternative. They are getting healthier now. Yeah, totally. They've got their Chinese. They've got their Chinese broccoli. They've got their roasted green beans, garlic green beans. Those are two vegan dishes that vegans can get down. And of course, the perfectly steamed white rice is always an option for any kind of vegan customer out there. And meat eaters, we got your Mongolian beef. We've got um, we've got teriyaki chicken on Sundays. That's thirty percent off. It's just such a great movie. And they also are now serving the mountain lion combo, which actually isn't mountain lion meat, but it's enough of a food to definitely fulfill your mountain lion hunger. And it's the orange chicken that, what the fuck of course, are brings you guys him back. Doing? Totally natural what the ingredients. What is happening? You could, what are you doing? And, and you could honestly, this movie sucks. You could honestly feed you guys a aren't mountain being paid by Panda Lionese. Express. What are you fucking doing? No, no, it's this a great movie. movie. It's We're a great movie. <laughs> Panda Express is so good. Well, I mean, for me, it's not even about Panda Express. Let's rate this thing. Let's rate this thing. Uh, Two points. I got to go get some Panda Express. Two points for Pino County, Arizona. I mean, no brainer for me. Two points for Pino County, Arizona. Um, My hat's off to the filmmakers for really really bringing the American family together in such an honest and and open-hearted way. Absolutely. Two points for me, and I do want to apologize to everybody in Arizona. I think we've been mispronouncing it. I think it is Penal County, Arizona. Uh, sorry for that. Uh, two points for me. Go try Panda Express. Go watch this movie. Good. Panda Ex- they're fine. I mean, Panda Express is great, but go watch this movie. Go check it out. And you get some coupons with every ticket you get. Just on the back of your ticket. They get the different various coupons help you save money. Try that mountain lion combo. That orange chicken is like All right, fried shut to up. perfection. Let's do our poem. <laughs> <clears throat> How many points was that? Six, right? Uh, six points. Six points. Let's take a moment to acknowledge there is some light construction going on over there. Yeah, they're building light. You know what really gets me about this is that this is Cinco de Mayo. It's a holy day. And these guys are still working on a holy day. My One of my personal days of rest. And... Can we talk about Cinco de Mayo for a second? Uh, You know, happy Cinco de Mayo, guys. Happy Saturday. Recently, I learned about uh, a tradition that I guess happens on Cinco de Mayo in certain neighborhoods where where certain gringos will wake up and they have limes in their mouths. Have you guys heard about this? Like, seems weird. It's just a fun. It's just a fun game that Mexican Americans, Mexican immigrants like to play um, on the gringos in their neighborhood. They just go around, they go around, and every gringo gets a lime in their mouth as they sleep. So I woke up this morning, I had a lime in my mouth. I um, actually kind of woke up, I kind of ro- woke up too. from <clears throat> trouble breathing, but, um, you know, it's just a fun game. The, the early drinkers sort of go out in the middle of the night and do this just to get the party started. You know what I mean? You know, it's like a lump of coal in your stocking for gringos. Yeah, just to, I mean... You know, if we don't if we don't get it, maybe the lime will help us remember how to have a little fun on Cinco de Mayo too. 
Okay, enough of our sidetrack discussion. Let's get on with our story. We have six uh, points worth of words to contribute. All right, I'll start. He looked at his horse. A horse named Wyoming. And decided this was his horse. And we got a second round, right? Alex, you want to get a second round of words? Sure. I, I gave two points worth yeah, of words. Yeah, I felt like I gave two points worth of oh, words. Oh, okay. Okay. All right, so we've got... Uh, no, let's not read it yet. No, don't read we it yet. Re- don't read it re- yet. We let's teased reveal it. reveal it to the whole... Yeah. Yeah, we teased it. Let's save the rest for our uh, post-final movie. Let's get on with the sponsor. This episode of One Tier Review is brought to you by Redbox, the whole box promotion. You know, there's so much entertainment out there and online streaming, we can hardly keep up. But there is something about the human touch and the excitement of stepping up to a Redbox that you just can't get online. That's why Redbox wants to offer you the whole box. For the same low rental price of $1.99 a day, you can rent the entire red box. Each one is unique and filled with regional titles that you won't find anywhere else. Titles like Airbud 5, Strict Doe, Camp Nowhere, Return to Camp Nowhere, and the entire Bryce Lee and Jackie Chen collection. Redbox is still here, guys, and wants to give you full control. Just bring two strong men to any Redbox location for more details. Well, this is it. We have reached our final movie this week, and it's one I'm excited to talk about. This was a 2017 film directed by Joseph M. Plaza, someone who I always look forward to their films, but this one was really no exception. Um, Okay, so this was a action film. It stars Frankie Muniz as an LAPD cop who has to stop a criminal mastermind. Uh, fun fact about this movie, and I guess I should say is the selling point of this movie, it was actually written by a 12-year-old girl. So you have a 12-year-old writing the screenplay, a master director like Joseph M. Plaza, and the two worlds collide in this very unique film uh, called Corridor. Yeah. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Pretty, pretty cool, actually. Pretty, pretty effing cool. Uh, to be honest, I loved this. I loved seeing stupid childish ideas done really well by an amazing director. It's it's a thing I've always thought of and kind of like uh, the idea had always been there in my brain and to see it come to, to full fruition was amazing. There's definitely something in and in, you know, unrestrained about her ideas. Yeah, the dialogue that, uh, is terrible. Uh the bad guys but it's almost like poetry or, or the prose. dialogue yeah, is real well, I, mean, I don't know the, the dialogue is is raw sure but i guess i'm saying that the vocabulary of every character was that of a 12 year old uh, you know none of these people had any college words and that was great though yeah. it was really cool hello hollywood to see ideas work in such a i don't know such a way yeah i I mean, has Hollywood, I don't know if Hollywood knows what a college education is to begin with. So um, I'm, sure. ne- I'm never really expecting a whole lot from these these action-packed, 
um, terrorist thrillers. This one really had amazing pacing. It had a powerful soundtrack. It had incredible scenes. Um, the jelly fight was truly heart pounding, and and sure. edge, I was on the edge of my seat. I I really was engaged with that scene. Um, just just elements of this movie that you'd find in you know classics, uh, Sin City, Die Hard, stuff like that, uh, are really sort of taken taken to a mm, I want to say a more interesting place with the writing of Mia Vosberg yeah instead of you know instead of a partner he's got a doggy and the doggy is so cute officer doggy woggy uh huh it's and like so fun to see yeah that's a ridiculous name but to see them, him shout it out like, Doggy Woggy, like, help me. Like, God, just the intensity that all the actors bring and everything is great. Yeah, let's talk about Frankie Muniz for a second. Of course, we all know him from uh, Malcolm in the Middle, Monkey on the Left, and right side of uh, Chamber Street. However, I will say in this movie, he really knocks it out of the park. And as you said, when he is saying those stupid lines about Doggy Woggy or the, the criminal mastermind's name is Terrorist Face, when he's yelling at him, I believe it. Yeah. Oh, a nice mustache, Frankie Muniz. Frankie Muniz sporting an excellent mustache. He's really growing up into being a a man. And he's strong. There's the scene where he's in the tank top when he's trying to eat berries. Yeah. And he's yeah. He looks he looks pretty good. I think maybe the personal trainer should have given. Skinny arms. It looked good. Made it a little bit worse. I think if they had. He looked like a praying mantis. Like a rope arm. Like swinging. Like a praying mantis holding ropes. Yeah. That's pretty mm-hmm. good. Oh, man. Hanging, hanging off the monkey bars a little too mm-hmm. long. Um, one thing uh, I didn't really care for we didn't need to break the fourth wall looking in the camera. I, I don't know if that's just. Um, Munoz's style but that's one thing that I, I really could have left behind um, staring straight down the barrel of the camera for certain lines but uh, other than that this movie was surprisingly solid and it shows me that there's a lot of great young talent out there in the writer's pool as as far as Hollywood is concerned and we don't we don't need a lot of the same people writing these movies we need some fresh ideas and I think maybe Mm -hmm. um, this sort of proves that yeah I agree well you guys ready to rate this thing oh real quick I guess we should all say uh, uh, Althea Brooks is in there Jason McMillan Rhoda Robinson and uh, Tom Robbins is in there too Uh, you guys ready to rate this thing yeah all right Uh, definitely two points for me Corridor uh, 2018 film amazing check it out yeah, a uh, solid heart-pounding action, and like I said, killer soundtrack, and well-written. Uh, two points. For me, I, of course, have to give us two points. What a cool idea, and yeah, they knocked it out of the park. Of course they did. It's Plaza. Uh, two points. All right. Six points for Corridor. Six points. Let's uh, add six points worth of words to our story here. That'll wrap it up. Okay, I'll start. 
friends again. United f- again. Good. In the great openness. Oh, I thought you were gonna. That's really good. Brandon? You there? I'm somewhere. You want to give us a couple words on Wyoming? Let me give you a couple two points here off the cuff. Um, The long green plane was never alone. In In Wyoming, add that. Sure. A lovely, a lovely place. That is so a lovely good. place where, where we, where someone listens to one two review. I think that sums it up. All right. I think we should title this thing Wyoming. Wyoming two. The podcast episode, the Wyoming, the yeah, podcast story, podcast story, two Wyoming. Wyoming, Wyoming, two Wyoming. All right, by by Dean. Oh Cooks. yeah, 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 yeah. That'll get us some hits. All right, so here we go. Wyoming two, the podcast story about Wyoming to Wyoming by Dean Kuntz. Once upon a time in Wyoming. Cowboy walked along Green Plain alone. He looked at his horse, a horse named Wyoming, and decided this was his horse. Friends again, united in great openness, the long green plain was never alone in Wyoming. A lovely place where someone listens to one two review. That's good. That's not bad. I might get a good deal out of this. That was pretty good. And we did that for you guys, Wyoming. Yeah. Wyoming, specifically. Please, Wyoming. Wyoming, none of our LA bullshit. We just want to be friends. That's all. Also, we got to move on to... We have a few other states, too, where we have no listeners. So we got to move on, Wyoming. We have Penal County, Arizona to deal with now. We have listeners in Arizona. We're good. Hey, we got to give a shout out to our man, Rab. Rab, thank you so much for being our Patreon donor. This is awesome. You've been with us for quite a while now. Every month you give us $2 and we shout out your name as a great thank you. Keep doing what you're doing. We're going to keep doing what we're doing. Together, we're going to have a great time. What else? You can become a Patreon donor if you like. If you donate to us $1 a month, we'll mumble out your name. If you give us $2 a month like Rab, we will clearly shout out your name or any name or your business, or we could be creative. Let's work something out. Sorry. Next week, we're going to be reviewing The Tyranny of Man, Double Twins, CX Digital, Chris Pratt.